Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Risk! Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, a story by Julia Rossi that she first shared on the podcast in March of 2010. Here's Julia now with a story we call The Grind. When I was about 8, 9, 10, I'm not sure, it's pretty fuzzy, uh, I became obsessed with humping things. Uh, anything I could get my Esprit sweatpants on, I would hump um, pillows, side of the bed. Uh, all of my stuffed animals have been humped by me. Um, when I go home now and I see my stuffed animals still in my childhood bedroom, I feel like all their eyes are glaring at me being like, you slut, you know, every single one. Um, and I didn't really know what I was doing when I was humping things. Uh, I just knew that it uh, felt really good. Uh, and I kind of had assumed that I had invented it because nobody had told me about it. And then I started to think, oh my God, I invented it. When I grow up, I'm going to write books about it. I'm going to teach classes about it. I'm going to have seminars all about it. Uh, but then uh, the fact that it involved my thingy, uh, I knew that it was probably a bad thing to do, so I only did it at night when no one was around. That was until my mom purchased what, to this day, I will say, is the best sex toy in the world, um, a beanbag chair. Uh, <laughs> 
Rich bought this white, gorgeous, gorgeous beanbag chair, and uh, it was in the living room. And the way I discovered that it was a great uh, sexual partner was that one day I had stayed home from school, and I was watching different strokes. Uh, not, not a sexy show, but uh, I made it sexy. I, and I was sitting, I was sitting on the beanbag chair, kind of like this, like squatting on it, like a frog. And I was sitting on it, and it was the episode of Different Strokes where uh, Arnold and Dudley got stuck in a haunted house. I don't know if anyone remembers this episode, but it was it was a scary episode, very special episode. And I I got scared because they were scared, and I kind of started tussling on the beanbag chair and fright. But then my tussling sort of turned into ecstasy tussling, and and before I knew it, I was like full on like fucking a chair and. <laughs> I don't remember if Dudley and Arnold ever got out of that haunted house, but I do remember something very special happened that day. Um, I want to say I fell in love. uh, Because every time I would go back to the chair, it sort of like stroke its pretend face or whatever and just do it. Um, But the problem was the chair was located in a very public part of the house, the living room, and I had already decided that it was reserved for special private time, but I didn't care, because this chair was so good to me that I would just find ways to like sneak in a hump even if someone could walk by. Maybe the risk part of it sort of turned me on as well at age 10. Uh, like, I even knew what that meant. But And I didn't even, it didn't take a lot for me to want to do this thing, because um, I would hump it while watching anything. Like, I remember one time I humped it while watching She-Devil, which... The only, like, kind of naughty scene in it, I think, is between Ed Begley Jr. and Roseanne Barr, so I don't really know what that was all about. I remember one time I was humping the chair um, while watching that show, Out of This World, and my dad walked by, and I remember, like, I was, like, mid, you know, grind or whatever, and I really wish I could have done that finger-pointing thing that Evie would do to her boyfriend, and just, like, pause time and get off the chair so my dad wouldn't notice. Um, and I don't, still don't know if my dad ever noticed what I was doing, because then we had dinner after I watched Out of This World and got off, and my dad didn't say anything to me, but my dad doesn't really talk to me, so it was just, like, a regular dinner anyways. So... <laughs> And I would like, like this chair, I would think about it all day long. Like I would be in class, I would be in class and one of my friends would be like, do you want to come over after school and play? I'd be like, no, I'm really busy. Humping furniture. Like I didn't care, I just couldn't wait to get home. My mom was thrilled that I wanted to be home all day and I was like, you don't even know. So I then met this girl and she basically ruined my my love affair. Uh, Her name was Joe. And, uh, and her mom had given her a book about sex. And uh, this book taught her all about sex, and she in turn taught me all about sex. And what she taught me uh, was about masturbating. And when she got to that chapter, she said, uh, Julia, do you know what masturbating is? I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no idea. She goes, well, it's when you touch your thing or you rub your thing against something and it feels good. You didn't do that, do you? And I was like, oh, my crazy no why she's like oh well because it's really gross and you can get pregnant (laughs) clearly jill did not read the whole chapter um i later found out pre-google research looked in the encyclopedia you can't get pregnant from from doing it but it was so gross and i confirmed this fact by asking all my little girlfriends i was like you don't like touch your and then they're like ew that's so gross 
gross. And I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> like dying inside. So upset. So I decided I had to quit. I had to quit this romance because the last thing a little girl wants to be is so gross. But I didn't know how to quit. I was like compulsed to just like, it was there in the living room just like asking for it. You know, like I just wanted, ugh. And I would like pray to God. Like I literally would be like, please God, help me stop this thing, this thing I need so badly. And I thought it was going to stop when the chair broke, um, the chair popped. I was the only one who sat on it. I was like, what, 80 pounds? Like, the seams popped. And I thought my mom was going to throw it away, but she's frugal. So instead of throwing it away, she put it in a trash bag. She was like, oh, you can still sit on it. Like, like as if it was still... So I would. So now I'm humping garbage, you guys. Like, I didn't care. Like, the plastic was all ripped. Like, it was just... But I eventually, I did, I did kind of lose interest. Uh, the more I, I got interested in boys, I got less interested in inanimate objects. And I was uh, interested in one boy in particular, this guy Rick. Um, and Rick was, he was a football player. Uh, he was very popular. Uh, I gave him my first hand job during the movie Mighty Ducks 2. Um, he was a great guy. And he was... Um, he was black, and I only mention this because I grew up in like a very white suburb, and he grew up in a more urban part of the city. And whenever he would call, like my mom would be like, "Julia, Rick's on the phone." I would like run to my CD, uh, my CD player, and like take out my Poison and Warrant CDs and throw in like SWV and Jodeci and Silk, and like have the phone kind of like pass the CD player to be like, "Hey, just listen to some Urban Jams," you know, like <laughs> so I could have like hot street cred at like age. 15 or whatever so I would do this and I would have this like like R&B music playing in the back one night we were on the phone and he was like I was just talking and he was like oh so so what, what, what's, what's going on and I was like oh you know just had some pizza whatever and he's like uh-huh and I was like what what do you he's like just keep talking and I was like uh okay about new Zeke Cavarici pants at the mall and he was like and I was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, okay, thank you. And I was like, what What just happened? He's like, oh, I just jerked off while you were talking. And I was like, what? Why didn't you even say anything sexy? And he was like, it's just your voice. What, you don't, you don't touch yourself? And I was like, ew, no, that's so gross. Like, why would you accuse me of such a thing? He's like, well, you really should. I'm like, I absolutely couldn't. That's crazy. And he's like, do it. <laughs> I don't know if it was just this, like, sexy urban voice and like like the sounds of like Silk's Freak Me Baby Bear. Oh yeah. Like playing in the background. But I was like alright. Alright I'm gonna do this. And I did. And since then I have proudly admitted to doing quote unquote it. Uh, however I haven't done it with a beanbag chair ever since. And I just say it was really funny because uh, my, mom, my mom eventually threw away the pile of garbage probably about 10, 13 years ago. I'm not sure. And, um, but not too long ago, I don't even know they sold BMAC chairs anymore, but uh, she replaced it with a brand new, ironically, black beanbag chair <laughs> that is sitting in our living room, uh, total virgin, untouched. And I gotta say, <laughs> I, I was just home two weeks ago, I'm not even kidding. I like walked by it and I was like, hey, what's up? And the chair was like, hey. And like, my stomach dropped. Like, I couldn't believe it was there, just like, you know, and to this day, I haven't been with a, a better lover, I will say that. Thank you. 
that is all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.